This is a very, very popular podcast. From tampons to Minecraft and everything in between, this is a very, very popular podcast with Dylan and Maya. It's Dylan. And I'm Maya. And this is a very, very popular podcast. Welcome back to our 11th episode. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about alternate us it's going to be like alternate situations like what if certain things in your life had been completely different you think would be different so we kind of thought about this one it being just an interesting concept and two because covid kind of makes you think a little differently and kind of wonder what if little bits of our life were different yeah what do you think life would be like if you had different parents and they had different values and points of view so the one thing that truly sticks out to me about what my parents taught me was just being open period like about my feelings and about what's going on in my life and things like that and at times it's definitely not always a plus because from the get-go i usually trust people a lot more with my information unintentionally just because it's been ingrained in my mind be open let everyone know (laughs) not let everyone know but let a lot of people know what you're feeling and what you're going through if i didn't have parents who taught me to be open and honest just personality wise i'd be different Because although I am reserved to a degree, I'd just be pretty shut off and just not be able to bond as easily. I think I'd just be the complete opposite in the alternate me world where my parents didn't raise me that way. Yeah. So I think for me, one of the main things that was very important, like when I was younger, was like being responsible. Like we used to have this thing called quiet time for an hour each day after preschool because we had half day. So we'd come back around one and then we'd be at home and then we had to spend an hour in our room doing whatever we wanted in our room but it had to be by ourselves independent yeah we had to be independent we had to entertain ourselves but I think we're just both raised to be very responsible and I always remembered going around and seeing other kids like demand things of their parents where I was just kind of like you would you would get away with saying that to your parents like no my parents aren't strict but like it's very like I don't know how some people could get away with saying certain things like I'd be terrified to say some of the things I've heard kids say yeah, my parents are the ones where it's like, I have never understood how you could go to a, like a parent-teacher meeting, have done something terrible to the teacher, and the parent get upset at the teacher. Like, the teachers say parents are the bad ones, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that never crossed my mind until I got to, like, middle school. I think that would be my main thing. I would... I guess I'd be different in a way that I'd rely more on other people and I wouldn't take things into my own hands most of the time. I think that would be my main thing. So Maya and I both have younger siblings. What do we think it would be like without them in our lives? Okay, so you know more of this than I do because my brother's only two years younger than me and your sister's six years younger than you. Five. So, oh, five. Really? For some reason, I've always thought it was six. Either way, so I've always thought of this because I think at the age my brother was born, it was kind of described to me once as like he kind of stole my spotlight. So from a young age, I was like, come on, man, why are you here? Like, why'd you do this to me? (laughs) Because I was like two and I was like, no, this is my time. Excuse me. No. So I never nurtured my sibling like some people have. I don't know. I guess supposedly people do that where they're really caring of their younger sibling. Whereas like, I definitely care for him. Like, I don't hate him. But he doesn't annoy me. He's just, it's weird having a younger sibling because they want to follow you. But especially as a teenager, you're like, no, this is my thing. Get away. Like me, me. I want my time. And I especially, I'm somebody who likes a lot of time to myself. So that's hard for him to process. That is very hard for him to process. And I think that'd be a very different aspect 
aspect of my life where maybe I'd want more time with other people mm-hmm. because if I want to play with someone, there's always someone there. It will always be an option. Because of that, I've kind of drawn into on myself yeah. more. What about you? So I lived, if we're just talking about pre her even being a concept, I was alive for four-ish years. So I'd gotten two plus years more than Maya had ever gotten as an only child. So I'd kind of, to a degree, adjusted to this whole it's me and mom and dad and that's that thing. And then I found out I was having a little sibling and I was excited. And then I got a sister, which like, you know, you always think of them kind of being like the little- I always wanted a sister. (laughs) When I was younger and somebody was like, hey, would you want a younger sibling? I was like, yeah, I want a sister. Because I was like, we could connect over everything. But I thought of like dolls. Like I wasn't a very girly girl, but I feel like I always kind of thought like I'd get to play dolls and like American (laughs) girl dolls. I could do her hair. I always had to do my own hair and I would like struggle because my arms were like, yeah, yeah, I could do my sister's hair. It'd be great. But I feel like I thought from the get-go that I was going to have a little play buddy. But obviously when she was born, that wasn't the case. And at that point I was five. I was going to kindergarten that year and then she's born. But I think like over the years, because we had such a big age difference, like when I started hitting my teenage years, you and even as a little kid, it was hard to bond with someone who was so little. Yeah. So when I was starting to make friends and stuff, she was just so little and it's not like I could play certain games with her because she could barely you know poop on her own let alone (laughs) like do anything else but then over the past like two three years she's suddenly gotten like very old very quickly I go into her room sometimes and I just collapse on her bed and she's like oh no what happened now Dylan (laughs) with you know all the love in her heart but I realize that like the moment I'm having a bad day I go and I just collapse in her room and I'm like I need a hug and she's like I got you or she's sometimes like I sensed you needed a hug when she comes in my room so without her I I don't know but I think about it like and how much she helps me when I'm having harder days so I think without that like little body to come in and hug me when I need a hug and to like I don't I feel like I just feel I don't think I'd feel as much comfort even with parents yeah definitely I mean somebody your age who knows what you're going through kind of thing and is just always there yeah on the topic of siblings what do you think it would be like being the younger sibling okay <laughs> so here's the thing like everybody always says oh it's the younger sibling's job to like annoy the older one kind of thing but I was always like is it fun to annoy the older yes. like why I know like a lot of older siblings are known to like bully their younger sibling which I never did at least I hope uh, Sam if I did <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean to um I've never intentionally hurt him or anything like that was one of my main things where I know like some older siblings are like Aggressive. very yeah and like no you're much younger than me even if they're not or they are like do what I say but as a younger sibling I don't feel like unless that was the situation I was in I wouldn't feel the need to annoy my older sibling where I feel like that's something that so many younger siblings live up to yeah (laughs) which as an older sibling is very annoying but whatever but um yeah I feel like as a younger sibling I'm not sure if I would be like that or not but I also think it would be nice to have someone to like look up to yes 
and get like an idea of what to do for life. I mean, <laughs> that always depends on the situation, but still. Also, I'm not sure what it'd be like if I had an older sister versus, versus an older brother, because you could ask very different questions. I feel like if I had an older brother, I wouldn't be very close with them. Yeah. But that depends, because I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'd be friends with different people, too, mm-hmm. in a way, because whereas I'm not friends with my younger brother's friends, though I know them because they're like family friends, I feel like I'd probably be the one to try to stick around my older brother's friends and maybe my older sister's friends. I don't know. For me, like, I've realized that, you know, I, I'm the experiment. Like, with school, I got into IB and we didn't know what it, what it even looked like or really what it was in everything else in my life. Kind of an experiment. So being the younger sibling, you know, you'd be kind of experiencing everything with a more understood view. Yeah. And I also think it would just be nicer to, like, like you said, have someone to look up to and not be the person that is being looked up to. You know what I just thought of? That's something not necessarily that's like better with an older or younger sibling, but I've always envied of younger siblings is that when the older sibling gets to watch something mm. for the first time and it's like because they're a teen and you happen to be in the room, you also get to yes. watch it. That's something that's happened so many times where I was like, how come <laughs> so much younger? It's two years. That's not fair. <laughs> Of course, the old excuse, that's not fair, but like still, there's always that. And I think also being the younger sibling, I feel like I would have been the annoying younger sibling. Like, I feel like (laughs) I always would have been the one going like knocking at the door and being like, hello. I think that would have been more me with like an older sister, but with an older brother. Noticing how I bond with guys, I'm not usually friends with guys because, you know, I personally find it harder to bond normally with them than with girls. So I feel like maybe, you know, if it was an older brother, I wouldn't be as like, knock on the door, I want to play, as I'd more use them as like a, I need backup kind of person. Like I see all these people who like, you know, when something's hard in school and someone's being mean to them, like as movie as it is, you know, having a brother that's there to kind of like back Back you up, be kind of protection. You're messing with my (laughs) sister. I feel like that's more what an older brother would be for me. Interesting. But I also think that I, I could also have an older sister like that very easily. Yeah. So a little bit more broad. What do you think life would be like if you were raised in the city? Because we both kind of live... Suburb. Well, well, I grew up right off city. But it wasn't like mainstream city like New York City. But we both kind of live in suburbs now. So what do you think it'd be like if you got to take like the subway to school kind of like you lived in New York City or you lived somewhere with that? I think overall, I'd kind of have more flexibility in what I do on a day to day basis. Because where I live, I do live near stuff like I could ride my bike to multiple different shopping centers, but it's not really anywhere I can like hang out with friends. Like I can't. I'm I am close to places but it's like food my friend and i we went and we took like a food tour of our area so we went to like all of these different like stops around where we live and we just got like one thing from each of them but that's really the closest to like hanging out i can do in the suburbs but i feel like in the city you know like maya said you can just take like a subway and after a couple stops you can like get to a park or you can get to a shop or whatever like it's more accessible to get to more places because i grew up like right out of the city it wasn't a particularly nice area and it wasn't like city city so there weren't kids i was friends with and we weren't allowed to outside without a parent up until I was like 12 
and we moved when I was 12 and that was like one of the first times I got to go out without a parent was because you came over and yes. we went down to the park so there was a park right next to my house but we would we walked over to it and I was like I've <laughs> never I've never gone this far like by myself even if like it was with a friend but um I wouldn't be allowed to do that by myself so that was one of the main things for me and now where I move now there's not a lot of kids my age which also kind of sucks but like I can still go out obviously which is nice this may just be like a fantasized version of the city city like oh wherever the city is I feel like it would be more accessible to get yeah. to places and maybe there'd be more kids on my block mm. but that's more just like in general home so I don't know I also think like childhood would be different since, yeah definitely you know, I mean obviously there are people in the city who have cars but you see you know you see a lot more walking around getting places so and like you know you see the parents with the kids in the strollers and you know you're walking to get places whereas where I live it's really hard to walk you can it'll take so long to walk anywhere so you just have to drive you're actually trying to get you're gonna drive yeah you're not gonna walk which is i feel like that would be a big difference Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if i'd be more akin to walking or i'd like be like no you walk all the time i don't want to walk anymore i feel like it'd be a mix Mm -hmm. of both what do you think it would be like if you didn't go to the elementary school you went to because like you went to a hebrew day school i went to a public elementary school beyond hebrew day school the weirdest thing about my school was that there was 30 kids in it total that's like a class and a half for me yeah for me the biggest thing about switching from small school to big school to like middle school was I didn't realize how much of what I thought was common Mm. at a bigger school for elementary school wasn't Mm. because so there was for example switching classes that was something my private school was trying to be like yeah let's start switching classes by fifth grade so did my school we did it in fifth grade too well but like everybody was talking about like oh my god we're actually switching classes and mine didn't have a bell or anything because like I said there was only 30 kids so there was no need but we still like moved classes and whereas everybody else was used to one teacher or the amount of homework my school bumped up the amount of homework oh we didn't there was that kind of thing where it was i was almost more accustomed to the bigger school just because of what i thought elementary school would have been like where it wasn't yeah. i think the main thing for me in elementary school was that i was really close with the few kids that were in my class by the last year there was only seven other kids and four of them had been in my class since kindergarten and we were all like close and we all had our roles in the classroom and i think we fit them well mm-hmm. one of the things one of my friends actually said was like he doesn't think we'd be friends just in a public school which is probably very accurate because we have different personalities we've completely grown apart not that we like hate (laughs) each other we still talk but like we have very different views on stuff so there's always that where I don't think we'd be very close in a bigger school but the other thing that I think was really weird switching was I was used to knowing every single like I could list the 30 kids in the entire school tell you which grade every kid was in and I'd grown up with the same kids in each class so like I saw them age two because I'd been there for six years so like I could I could tell you who everyone was and what they'd gone through and I'd been partners with them in a lot of school activities and I knew everyone so then I got to my new school and I was like trying to go through being like yeah I know everybody in my grade and I was like why am I trying to do that it was just because like that's what I'm really used to so there's that kind of thing where that's a different dynamic of not knowing everyone in my school that was weird for me I really enjoyed being in a small school though I think in a bigger school I wouldn't have done as much theater as I did I wouldn't have like just immediately become a leader as much as I could every chance I got tried to do that I think I would have been slightly more not shy but like in the middle of the classroom I wouldn't be in the back but I wouldn't be in the front as much as I was especially in elementary school for me you know I got used to having some level of variation in who was in my class every year like I knew that I'd always have a couple consistent people but I was never a kid who had the exact same class every single year so I think if I went to a smaller school I'd have bonded a lot more with the people who were in my class 
each year. Because, you know, if you have the same seven kids over the course of six years, you kind of get to know them better and get to know who they are versus when, you know, you go to a 70 kid grade or whatever, you don't always get to know the people who are in it. I'd just be closer yeah. to the people my age and like everyone. Do you think you'd know more people who are older or younger than you? I think also because it was a smaller population, there were just less people to have to get to know versus, you know, in a school of 300 kids, you might have seen, you know, this person at recess and this person at lunch, but you wouldn't have met everyone and gotten to know at least a chunk of them. Yeah. But I also think going into middle school, it would have been a lot more of a shell shock. I mean, it was a huge difference for me because I didn't go to the biggest of the elementary schools and then I went to a bigger middle school. It wasn't the biggest, I don't believe, but like it still felt weird going from 300 to 800 kids. But I can't imagine going from 30 to 800 kids. Like I think I think it would have been a lot different and possibly harder realizing that there's a lot more people there than I'd ever experienced before. From what you said, I think if I went to a smaller school, I had groups of friends, but over time, because I was constantly switching classes in elementary school and not having the same people, I definitely did have a group towards the end, but then either someone would move or get accepted into gifted or like there were so many yeah. options that people began having in the later years of elementary school that like I think if I were in a smaller class and like you know a private Hebrew day school or just a private school period you would have seen a few less people phasing out very quickly. Well that was definitely a thing for me where I was like when you were first describing like you had a big friend group that had all these like different things going on and like different people went away kind of thing different people did different things so I was just like I've never been in a friend group what's the, like like I get there's friend groups but like why, why is there issues what do you mean there's issues aren't you all best friends why else are you in the friend group <laughs> like because I had such a close bond with my friends in my school because there was eight of us so we were just very close and that's what we were used to and like why would we have issues there was no point I do think that because I came from a bigger school I definitely learned how to maintain friendships when we weren't in the same class anymore like I had to get used to the okay so you're not going to be in class with this person in this grade I think that was actually something easily adjustable for me so what do you think your point of view on the world and your opinions on like important matters and everything you think is important and respect how much do you think of that took off from your life and what you've experienced not necessarily like parents like the mm -hmm. first question but just overall experiences in life how much do you think was affected by that and if you had different life experiences what do you think would have changed so from a young age this is gonna sound dumb but having the name dylan <laughs> was very hard for unknown reasons because everyone <laughs> always associated my name with being a boy and it sounds so little and stupid but i kind of got used to the concept of gender very early because i always had to be like ah. no my name is dylan steinberg my pronouns are she and her not he and him just because yeah. people did not pay attention to it like i had this doctor who was looking at me straight in the eyes and calling me he him pronouns a doctor oh, a God. pediatrician doing that oh, so from God. such a young age i got used to being like gender is a thing people are what they believe they are so i got used to reciting my pronouns because that's just what I had to do for people to understand that I was a girl. So I think from having that experience, as I got older and, you know, kids and just adults started having their own opinions on gender and identity as a whole, I, I had had some experience with, you know, pronouns and sexuality 
and things like that because I had always been misinterpreted. So I became much more accepting of people who had similar values that I did, but with different experiences. Because although my experiences weren't the most interesting and it was just substitutes being completely shocked by the fact that there was a girl Dylan in the classroom. But I think, you know, when I was starting to meet people who were like very open with their pronouns and their sexuality and things like that, I was kind of able to understand what they meant better when they were being very open about it and being like this is me because I'm like I had to do that too just for different reasons yeah so I think if I hadn't had the experiences of being a girl Dylan and people assuming things about me just by my name I think I'd still have been an accepting person but not for the same reasons I think from a young age because I was taught not necessarily Jewish but very like community oriented values and that kind of thing because that's generally what my community has taught me being proud of myself and being a leader has always been something main for me. I'm very, I'm a very loud person and whether it's religion or sexuality or gender, everybody who knows me will know like those three things about me and a lot of other things about me. It's just, that's one of the main things that I grew up on because I was like taught to be a leader, that kind of thing. Something that over the years has definitely become a large part of my life is leadership and that's because for a large portion of my life, both of my parents parents were leaders in the Jewish community. And being the oldest kid of theirs, I was the first person to be able to step into leadership positions when it came time for me to do so. So, you know, I joined my synagogue's youth group board in eighth grade, and I programmed with them, and I helped get people to come to stuff. And I was only, you know, 13 years old. I was 12, 13 years old, and already stepping into a leadership position because I learned that I liked being a leader, and because, once again, I kind of always felt like I needed to fill that gap. So I think, you know, with leadership ingrained in me, without having parents who were like that, maybe I would have been interested in it, but maybe, you know, I would have never even touched that type of leadership and you know only being a leader in like a friend group or whatever yeah cool so thank you guys for listening to this episode of a very very popular podcast it was really fun to record it definitely was i think it was definitely interesting to kind of reflect on what things impacted me as a person because i don't typically think yeah i don't typically think that in depth about my life overall so if you guys answered the questions while you were listening feel free to let us know tell us about them you guys can interact with us and contact us at very popular pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, also let us know. Thank you again for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoy. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, Bye guys. Popular podcast.